Take it away, Derek. What's your question? Why do you guys talk about comics so much? Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? 18 years. <laughs> Toothbrush is still fresh. Did they have sex? Because, I mean, she Hulk, you know. Damn it, Tony. We went an entire episode without mentioning Maggot, and then you ruined it. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? Batman's got his little fishbowl on his head, but Superman doesn't. Cyclops was right. Except when he was wrong. Master Bruce, you are calm. I'm going to silently judge all of you. Shut up, beast. Shut up. <laughs> like I've read it so many times, you know, it pretty much just crumbled in my hands. Come on, old chum. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? See, I didn't hate Hellcat until you made me read this miniseries. It was just a joke, but you made it real, Justin. No. You made it real. I, I prefer my Dazzler singing, like, Creedence Clearwater Revival songs at Australian bars. Titty discs in it. That's what to be known as from now on. Like, I'm going to go <laughs> into the Marvel Wikipedia and whatever it is. The <laughs> <laughs> get better than that. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? Before Asriel got the god armor, before he was set on fire, before he was Asbats, and everyone hated him, I wanted to talk about Asriel, the sword of Asriel, before everybody in the whole universe hated Jean-Paul Bally. Vali. Vali. Yeah, no, I mean, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk about it. Uh, you know my love for Azrael, so... Yeah, yeah, that's why we're doing this. Yeah, uh, but I'll let you do the uh, proper intro. So. Okay. Hey, guys, what's going on? This is Derek, Derek WC. This is another blasphemerific, defilertastic episode of comics, motherfucker! Do you read them? Hey, what's up, guys? This is Derek, Derek WC, and I am not alone tonight. I have Azrael's biggest fan, Azrael's number one fan with me on the call tonight why don't you give a shout out and let everybody know who is here tonight hi guys this is tony and Azriel does not protect he avenges the vengeance of Azriel is upon you the hour is come yeah so so we're here to talk about the four issue miniseries sword of Azrael from it's it's late 1992 is when this came out. It has a cover date. The the four issues cover dates are from October 1992 to January 1993. But this is one of those like tricksy on the cusp of the year deals where it was actually released from August to November of 1992. And then I was just trying to figure out like I, I think this was like a prestige like release. Oh yeah, it yeah. Was, like it, was, it had really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was. Yeah, th th this is what I was trying to figure out. It was it was a buck seventy five. Like that's how much you had to pay per issue. So this wasn't cheap. You know, the, the, what I was trying to figure out is like where where I was at the time, like where my head was at. Because you know what else I remember, and I was trying to I was trying to remember if I had only bought the trade paperback or if I had bought the individual <laughs> issues. And I think. I think I bought the individual. I'm pretty sure I bought the individual issues, but there was a trade that came out about maybe six or seven months after the the miniseries, and the trade came out like the the month after Batman's back broke. So, like in case I guess 
people didn't know who the hell was replacing him. They're like, hey, here's this shiny trade paperback or whatever to get you caught up. If you, because you know, I I I want to say because I'm trying to remember now because it's like you know that's the thing with Batman, right? Like Batman stuff. It's like I would get into phases. <laughs> I would get into phases where I would buy every oh yeah I would buy every fucking thing right like I would buy all kinds of stuff and and then in the very at, at, at this time like Camp Drake Robin was huge yeah 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 and 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 invariably you would get burnout doing that like like my famous story is I I got super big into the Kenner Batman figures and got burnt out right, <laughs> right right before the animated series figures came out. And, of course, those were the ones that were going for, like, major money. So I'm over here with Arctic fucking Batman and fucking penguins and shit that don't cost crap. But then some asshole <laughs> who's got, like... Combat Belt Batman. Yeah, somebody who bought Combat Belt Batman or Scarecrow or whoever the fuck. That's the penguin is going for, like, massive money or whatever. You know, and so that always grumped me out, right? And I feel like something right. similar happened with this. Like, I'm pretty sure I bought all four issues of this, of, of sort of Azrael. I wonder, though, you know, I wonder if I skipped out on Vengeance of Bane and got it later, though. Because, like, there, there were some things where, you know, you were yeah. just sitting there and you, you, all these things came out. And you're <laughs> like, because I was looking at what was coming out at the time and there was like, Eclipso, and there were these like you know what was it two ninety five annuals and all kinds of stuff. Well, well, the death of Superman had just been before this. Yeah, there was and there was the that too. Superman, I was you're like God. I was, well, no, no. I mean, I I was kind of looking at what what kind of stuff I was buying at the time when this miniseries came out. So like if I if I look right, like I went to Mike's Amazing World, but. This was not quite. And you, did, you, you did have that amazing Vengeance of Bane cover art, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I guess, I guess Superman was not quite into the death just yet. But I mean, it it would be pretty, pretty damn close eventually. Like, because I'm, I'm this, looking. This, this was definitely at a time where DC was trying to replace heroes. Yeah, but but I guess what I mean is. Yeah. The the when when this when this came out, Adventures of Superman was on four ninety five, and the death would have been like a sort of Azrael like three and four, if that makes sense. You know what right. I mean? Like so, it was like yeah. like like you're saying this was all well timed, right? Like like they all had this stuff pre planned. But I I guess I was just trying to think of in terms of myself. Like it's funny because I was looking at it and I'm like. I was kind of tired of buying Amazing Spider-Man, yet I bought the prestige format, like Soul of the Hunter issue number one, which was probably like a four ninety. I don't know how much that was, but it was like probably like a four ninety five book. No, five ninety five. See, like I and I remember buying that, so it's like what the hell. But anyway, yeah. So so there were there were there were all those kind of books that were going on at the time, but it's like I think. I don't know. I, I I know I was I was collecting Batman, but then I kind of got a little a little disenfranchised just because I think you know some of the the stuff was you know I I think Aparo was doing some of the art and it was kind of waning you know yeah. like and 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 then you know you had something like this come along and like the art I mean you know the the we we can talk about it in detail but 
you know, I, I think one of the attractions to this, and maybe to the detriment of the character, I don't know, like, I have my opinions about that, but, you know, the the Joe Quesada-Kevin Nolan pairing was pretty pretty cool, right? Like, that you had yeah. this triple gatefold cover, you had the kind of, you know, I guess, medieval look for his father, you know, the, the original... Yeah. Asriel, and then in the center you had kind of the modern, you know, avenging angel, you know, with the sort of fire gauntlets Azrael, and then you had Batman on the, the third part of the triptych cover, you know? And so yeah, that was like the, that the, was something the, that was, like, super cool, you know? The, like the White Knight, the Devil, and the Dark Knight. Yeah, kind of, yeah. What, what is it about Azrael that you you dig so much like that you is it is it his look did you would you were you willing to follow him once they sort of you know for lack of a better term you know like th this is something i always thought was funny but once you know once jim aparo you know and they started introducing you know jean paul valley as a either a backup or potential replacement for bruce wayne you know at the the outskirts of nightfall you know were you still willing yeah. to follow him when he had that that kind of goofy costume where it was just like the black leotard and he had the little A on the belt right. and all that stuff. I I think like, and we'll go into this uh, with the miniseries, is like they set it up really well with how Bruce and John Paul Valley have kind of a similar arc, but a little bit different. You know, Bruce has his parents who die and they're innocent. His father dies because he's an avenging angel. He's angry. And then, unlike Bruce, John Paul, like, has to be a good man despite knowing how terrible his father was, possibly. And he seems like a decent person. Yeah, John Paul Valley seems like a nice kid, right? Like, he, he goes to school, he's... He's a college student, like, you know, he's kind of, you know, he, he, he's kind of got the, I don't know, he's kind of got a 90s vibe about him, right? Like, he's kind of got the long yeah. the long hair, and he's got the linen glasses, glasses and all that other stuff, he's right? But then, yeah. Yeah. but then, but then, you know, once they, they get him involved in the system, you know, that's the, 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 basically the pre-programmed training and everything, that's when he becomes this sort of, I don't know. You, you know what it kind of reminded me of is, and, and this may be an analogy that may or may not be lost on people, but I mean, Azrael's kind of like the Manchurian candidate of superheroes, right? Like you, you turn him on, right? And then he becomes like this hardcore fighter. But then like you're saying, the, the good kid that he is, you know, I, I guess that was his whole arc. Or, or trials throughout his ongoing series was to, you know, retain his skill, but yet not give in to, you know, the the pitfalls of everybody. that pre-programmed kind of philosophy. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's like a lot of people like to uh, denigrate John Paul Valley. And I think, like, with Nightfall, and, like, and, and this is the thing, we'll, we'll go into the actual miniseries, I think they did a great injustice with him where it was like we could show him be 
a beacon of light, someone who's learned from his mistakes, but it's like, no, he's just, he's just going to kill everybody. He's going to break their backs. He's going to kill everybody. He's a monster, you know? And I'm like, why would you do that? That, that like, it's a 90s thing, totally. But did they do that with Kyle Rayner? Did they do that? Even with fucking Eradicator, who actually got to be kind of okay with not killing people. I'm like, no, this this Batman, fuck him. You know, it's like the Azbats is often cited as being the worst Batman because he just will kill people. And I'm like, that's not how he actually works. Like the system that we will go into with St. Dumas, you know, that is a thing, but that was supposed to be a redemption arc. And in this series, they even cite that. That he's not just a puppet of Saint Dumas. Do Do you think that they wanted to have their cake and eat it too? Then, like, like say the Nightfall thing didn't quite take off the way they had planned. Denny O'Neill would have still had his pet character that he could do stuff with, right? Like, because I, I, I think I, mean, I think I think it was a scapegoat. I think they were like, ah, people don't like him that much, so just make him terrible. Yeah. But you do you think? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it's any small coincidence. I think they had all this planned. Like, I don't I don't think they no, did yeah. the sort of Azrael miniseries and the Vengeance of Bane one-shot as just throwaway stuff. I mean, it was all precisely timed. Like, this this miniseries is no, no, an they, essential they, 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 they part of... a lot, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it doesn't have the Nightfall banner, but when, when they do the the novel, you know, when they do the the BBC audiobook, like this this miniseries is is the crux of the beginning of Nightfall. I mean, you yeah. know, it, it's funny because in those novels, like they, they basically have to treat people like they're two years old and they realize the the layperson that's reading a novel or listening to an audiobook, I guess, you know, they realize that they're not going to understand that there's, like, more than one Robin and who Tim Drake is. So they, they go into that a little bit in the novel and give you the, you know, kind of like the Cliff Notes version of that. And then the same with Azrael, I mean, they don't even really give you the Cliff Notes version. It was funny because I, I love that BBC audio drama for Nightfall so much, but it had been a while since I had... You know, I had never really compared them that much. And it's like, I'd say like the first issue, it's it's very, very close. And then they kind of jump around a bit and do things in maybe slightly a different order or skip over things so that there's not so much. I want to say like with, with the nature of the miniseries, there's aspects that conceivably were considered repetitive. You know, like you, you have a skirmish between John Paul and I guess Bruce Wayne or whatever. And then... It's like they they they're not quite allies and all that other stuff. Yeah. And then later, he gets captured by Biss, and they, well, they I you mean, know, Alfred I mean, teams up with John Paul, and then they try to free him. And then 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 it all kind of comes together where you know he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to buck the system. I'm gonna try to work with you. But I mean, you know, he makes a promise at the end. But again, there's no guarantees, right? Like, just because he says he's gonna do something doesn't mean he's gonna be able to do it, you know. But with John Paul Valley, I think he got kind of blocked out of the gates with the writing after this miniseries. 
Because I think well, yeah, but, but that's what yeah. I'm kind of getting at. Like, isn't that by design? Like, isn't that on purpose? Didn't yeah. I mean? You, you, I don't know. It seems like you think that they weren't going to do that to begin with, but I think yeah. I think that was always the plan. Like, he I don't, was I don't think going to be. He's always going to be the lesser Batman. Yeah, or at least a yeah. I mean, definitely a Batman that. I, I guess the concern maybe with the writers was if if there was any concern was what if he got too popular because then that right. would sort of have shot their story in the foot. But yeah. I, I I think most people so so make him wanted, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's the thing. Most people either wanted Bruce Wayne back or they they saw where people you know the, where the writers were going with that storyline you know and it wasn't wasn't just that they needed to you know fall in love with the new version right like you know and i i don't think i mean to be honest i don't i don't think kyle rayner was designed even remotely the same way you know it wasn't like no, kyle no, rayner no, was no. designed to be a a shit heel and then everybody would be happy when hal came back like it, hal got the fucking boot you know like so no no I mean, no i mean it, i mean like yeah. yeah they 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 did the they did the work to make kyle like you know enjoyable but they did at some point they're like, oh, he's been infected by parallax. So Cal, you know, how <laughs> they, they 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 fucking did a backpedal. They 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 did the thing, you know. They were like, you know, uh, Kyle's not as good as Hal, you know. They did the same thing with Flash with Wally West. They were like, no, 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 no. Barry's better than, you know, Wally. And it's like, why would you do that? You know, why would you like it is these legacy characters, especially in DC. Like Marvel, it's not as big of an idea, but we have the Justice Society of America, where there is legacies. And I'm like, why can't we let like why can't we let Bruce go? Why can't we let you know? I know you love Superman. I love Batman, but why can't we let them go at some point? You know? Well, I mean, it seems like they're certainly trying to push that right now. So. I mean, it yeah. seems like everybody's uh, a, a legacy, way, yeah. a legacy character at this point, you know. So, yeah, but in the wrong way, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I will, I will, I will, like, yeah, we could, we could talk about this forever because it's like so controversial, especially in the '90s. You know, we replaced everybody, but I, I will, I will go into the first issue, which was really good, really dynamic. Uh, Joe Quesada art, um, you know, and Denny O'Neill was writing, and uh, you know we get Leha, who is uh, or Leha or how you want to say it. He's going to be. They pronounce guy. it. They pronounce it Leha in the in the BBC audio. So I'm going to go with Leha, like where they're like Leha, <laughs> Defiler, right. you know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> So uh, we get the original Azrael. Well, not the original, but the, the current incarnation, which is John Paul Valley's uh, father. And he gets gunned down. And he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, how do bullets penetrate my armor? And he falls down. Did it ever bother you that... Uh... That they they never really get. I mean, he's like what? He's Mister Volley. He's he's Bob Volley. Like they never did. They never really give him a name. Valley. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's he's the father. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That I always thought that was kind of like okay. I mean, he's that he's that engrossed in the system that he. I mean, I guess I guess they they go into that a little bit in the miniseries where even John Paul at some point I think Alfred asks like, "What's your name, son?" And he's like, "I I don't remember." You know, so it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of a disconnect because uh, this guy, this dad, gets gunned down by uh, Laha. And he falls down, and here's where things get totally serious. He lands on a horse or, a, you know, absconds with a horse, and he tramples people, you know, because yeah, You know, you know what's funny is, I, I don't think... I mean, it's funny because this is a code-approved comic, even if it's a deluxe dollar seventy-five comic, yeah. and it's it's like one of those things. You know, it reminds me of like a different age, where like, you know, what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the scene in Star Trek Generations where Data's just sitting there on the view screen, and they're like, "Captain, like fifty billion zillion people will be destroyed by the ribbon or whatever," and it's like. They're just counting, and you don't you don't see it, and it's almost like it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. And like I kind of felt like you know, and yeah. it's funny, like I don't know why, but this particular time when we were getting ready to talk about it, like I was kind of like, damn, like he, you know, even though you don't see it, you don't see the 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 horrific nature of what happened, right? Like, yeah, you're sitting there. But if you actually read the dot, it's like, oh, the reason why Batman's investigating this is not because, you know, some crazy guy dressed like a knight had a flaming sword and well, got well, shot well, out well, a window. Well, it's because his, uh, it's uh, investigative reporter he liked. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like he 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 killed like fifteen fucking people or trampled or whatever it was. It was like he trampled fifteen people and four of them died, including that that reporter lady, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so this means something now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like, oh, so that's why you were... She was hot, so, okay, cool, Batman. Cool, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce Wayne but... knew her and liked her. Bruce Wayne knew her. Warning, bomb access to Batman open. And liked her. Yeah, like, that was liked the whole. Yeah. You know. That was that was actually the, the actual word balloon. I liked. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and liked um, her. I liked her. So, uh, uh, our old Azrael, our no-name Azrael, crawls to uh, where his son is. It looks really dank and dark, but it's a pretty nice apartment. I'm like, how does that work? Okay. Uh, in an alley, but he's got a nice apartment. Okay, we'll we'll be cool with that. But he uh, explains the order of Saint Dumas, kind of. But he says, "I have a package for you. You're gonna be Azrael, more or less." I mean, he doesn't say that, but like you know, you have to do this shit because shit happens. And uh, Jean Paul Valley is like, "What the fuck?" You know, like I don't understand this. And, you know, then we get probably to, like, our biggest uh, three three characters in this er uh, arc. We have uh, Laha. Or Laha. And we have... Laha. Yeah. We have Alfred, who's actually a bigger player in this than Bruce, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, yeah. And then we have uh, the dwarf. Uh, Nomaz. Nomaz. Who he goes to. And <laughs> he has I will a... train you in the system. You flew back to Europe as your father, Azrael, directed. Only 24 hours ago, you were a graduate student at Gotham University. Now you are a guest in a foreign land with no notion of why you are here. Who are you? I am no more your new teacher. You will learn the system. The system? The pick oh! Why not strike me back? You can if you are not weak. I wouldn't hit a door. Sorry. My body is crooked. Older than you can imagine. Your father never told you he was a member of a secret organization dating back to the 14th century. That he killed 11 men and two women in cold blood. That he was a liar and a failure. He is very cliched. He is very, you know. <laughs> it's 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 funny because yeah. yeah. you know what I noticed about that is like. In, in the actual book, it's like he talks about the system with Jean-Paul, and then he shows him how he can use the system. But the person he has beating the crap out of him is like this big, giant, like, henchman type dude. You know, he's yeah. got some, you know, man-mountain Marco-looking guy, like, punching him and kicking him and all that stuff. And it's then just, when the system... It's just art. He's a big dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and when the system kicks in, you know, he can do a leg sweep and, and, and beat him up and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, how did I do that? But it, it cracks me up in the in the uh, the BBC thing. I noticed the main difference is they, they didn't have time to explain in the audio that some other big hulking dude was like beating him up as like a henchman so it's like in in, in the in the audio thing it's like the dwarf is the one smacking him around where he's like fight <laughs> yeah. back yeah. Yeah. yeah so i thought that was kind of funny i was like dude he's just a dwarf like how's how's he beating the crap out of you but whatever yes, well uh and then this is where we get to an interesting parallel i think in my uh, eyes bruce has like been invested in this now he wants to find out what's going on in Gotham because that, that attack did happen in Gotham. So he's like, you know, also, you killed this hot bitch I maybe wanted to have sex with. Bruce Wayne, you are. Warning. Bomb access to Batcave open. And liked her. Possibly. I liked her. Bruce Wayne knew her and liked her. <laughs> I liked her. <laughs> so uh, they fly over <laughs> the chopper. And then, uh, Laha, like, says, not fuck Lay-ha. you, Bruce Wayne, but fuck your cabin. And shoots a missile <laughs> at the, the cabin. And that decimates things. And then we get, to get this little bit of a story where, even though Nomo, Nomo's is kind of a prick, kind of an asshole, he is the trainer for every Azrael at this point. He's teaching him. He's like, you know, we're going to do this. You're going to do this. You know, like, here we go. And, you know, a fatter, uglier Yoda. Yeah. yeah like, and then we, like, what, like in, the, in this little sequence, we get the idea that Namaz is, like, not a great person to be around. Bruce is kind of a tertiary character. Alfred will play a bigger part. 
but we 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 see that uh, the ha is our big bad now. Like he he has come to the forefront, you know. It's like he is going because he sees that uh, you know Biss has corrupted him. The demon lord Biss. You know you know what else I I missed uh, or at least I I feel like it wasn't as important to me until I was critically looking at this was I think when I was a kid like when I first read this and and Jean Paul's father comes in to uh basically you know avenge or whatever like he comes in to to kill Leha right and Leha's this this gun runner right but the whole the whole gist of his gun running is not just that he runs guns which I, I think I sort of overlooked that as a kid but it's also and and this is something that that Bruce Wayne goes into when he's doing his detective work as Batman and he's talking with Alfred and they both kind of say oh he has these you know these these armor piercing rounds these these Teflon coated bullets like they can yeah, they yeah, can yeah. puncture anything and and the idea is it's not that Azrael doesn't have a bunch of you know, bulletproof armor or anything, but Leha's bullets are just stronger than his armor, right? But I think when I read this as a kid, it, it was always funny to me where I don't think, I, I guess maybe not all of that sort of sunk in, that, that level of detail. So it was just like, you know, this dude with the sword's like, Defiler, I will punish! And then, you know, he just pulls out a gun and is like, I will shoot you! <laughs> You know, and I was just kind of like, dude, what did you expect, bro? Like, you didn't dodge, you didn't run, you didn't do anything. You know, I don't know. I do. I always thought that was kind of funny. A sword? Armor? This is the 20th century! Now die! Where he just, he makes this big giant speech and then he gets, like, mowed down. And I was just kind of like, come on, man. Like, what, what are you doing? It, it, it's a good setup as far as to where, like, you know, my son, you have to carry on. But at the same time, it's like, you know, for an introduction for the angel who avenges, you know, it's like, I'm really badass. And like, ah, bullets, my only weakness. Well, I guess, I guess, yeah, that's a thing of like, maybe it would have had more impact had I seen someone try to shoot him with standard bullets and then he, 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 you know, they had no effect on him and he takes yeah. some, you know, he cuts down a few guys with, yeah. with his sword and then they do the thing where, you know, uh, Leha's like, oh, well, let me just reach in here and use my, my Teflon bullets and then... Then all of a sudden yeah. it's like, what? My 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 armor doesn't work, and then you you understand like, oh, he's got like way but, better bolt. I don't know. But, but, anyway. but they they do it later, and they say like, you know, Bruce says like, you know, like, oh, this many shots, how could he survive? And I'm like, well, that's a little bit too late, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, we should have, you know, it 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 would have been great if like when Lehigh <laughs> shot him, he was like. Oh, how are you still standing? You know, that'd be, that that would have been a right, good... Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that would have put forth the idea that the Azrael programming was, like, so, like, mind-blowing that you could take damage like that and still keep going. But, yeah. 
So uh, yeah, they blow up the 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 chateau, the chateau, and uh, the dwarf Namaz and Azrael, uh, Jean Paul Valley, the new Azrael, are working on things. And then you know what? Hovercraft, whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say like uh <laughs> I like this miniseries. I think it does a lot of good stuff story-wise. I think it actually, it's actually plotted pretty well besides a few mistakes. <laughs> but this fucking hovercraft, I'm like, where does that fucking come from? It's like, you know. I mean. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. Where does the JLA get their, you know, jets and stuff? I know, I know. And Bruce does explain. He, he does say, he does say, like, you know, this is unlike on technology I've seen before. How do they do this? So, I mean, and the Order of St. Dumas is like, you know, secretive. So, okay, it gets a pass, but it's, it's, it's still kind of jarring at the moment when you read it in a panel. Am I right? Yeah. 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 It was like, I got a hovercraft. <laughs> and then Azrael fights Batman and. Azrael does not beat Batman, but Batman is not taking him down as easily as they, as you would think Batman should. Well, you 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 know my my take on that, and and this is still me in the the throes of being a Batman fanboy. You know, like like I think when I was buying these titles, like you know, I, I was the guy who was like, yo, Batman can beat anybody with enough prep time and all this other bullshit, right? Right. And, and I was I was in that zone. And, I mean, the way I read it, at least, is he's not really... I mean, he, he, he blocks all of his hits, he tosses them aside, but he's also saying, look, we don't have to fight. And then he has the line about, okay, I let you hit me once, but I'm not going to let you hit me again. You know what I mean? And then and then when he yeah. pulls out the sword, he's like, Look, I've been I've been trying to go easy on you, bro, but you, you pull out this flame sword and then uh, shit's gonna get serious then. Do you know what I mean? And the yeah. the only reason why Batman doesn't kick his ass is cause um cause Batman's one weakness, hovercrafts, right? Which is right behind <laughs> him and like takes him out, right? So Yeah. I mean it's fair. I'm like, I guess, I guess your prep time didn't prep you for a hovercraft driven by a little dwarf. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. you know. And then uh, uh, we we have a moment with uh, the dwarf. The dwarf just is just like fanatical. He's all about Saint Dumas, which is something I was. I'm, I'm going to make a reference to. As far as Alfred, because Dwarf is kind of like Jean Paul Valley's Alfred, but not the good Alfred. He's yeah, fanatical. Yeah. He's like the bad. He's like the bad angel on his shoulder, whereas Alfred is the good angel on his shoulder. You know, mm. you know. And then we get to a point where you know we we gotta find these other people who are in the order of St. Dumas like because they're going to kill him that that is what Leha wants you know to do he has become this totally with terrible armor fat as fuck I mean I'm sorry I mean like I'm not going to body shame but that guy's fat as fuck 
But uh, you, you know, it, it's interesting though that they still like because this this kind of reminds me of of like I think perhaps I mean this is just my my instinct, but I, I feel like that Leha is somewhat influenced by like Sin City stuff. You know what I mean? Like that that, that there were not super heroic proportions in in Frank Miller's Sin City, but yet. There, yeah. there was a way they had of making like fat fucks and these guys look all dynamic and stuff, and it's 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 very interesting because he, you know, it's like they they they, they are dynamic looking regardless of their their figure, right? Like like yeah. they they yeah. still you know he's still got the big giant cable gun, he's still got this kind of you know you know basically like you're saying he he has the the demon lord bis armor whereas they're trying to juxtapose that with with the the new azrael outfit that's not so i guess medieval right yeah and and and, the, and that is what happens uh they uh azrael does his sword and the uh dwarf uh you know almost he's like we got something special you know like i got an idea and it, it's probably been you know researched and we don't care but then we get Azriel as Azri fucking L this is a fucking iconic look I dare anyone to say differently would you agree I think it's it's a, a very overly designed costume like, it is, but it's fucking cool. Shut up. Well, no, 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 no. Look, look, look. This is this is what it, like the Azrael is like the the Jericho of the Batman line. Like, like, like it's like there's all this stuff, right? And to be perfectly honest, like there's very few people that would sit down and bother to draw that. That's that. That's my <laughs> whole thing with Azrael. It's like it's like Joe Quesada drew it. It looks outstanding. You'll get no argument from me there. Like, like he designed the costume. When he, when he puts it into play, it looks outstanding. I was looking at this, too, because, you know, to me, I guess instantly I go to Barry Kitson, because when they did the ongoing title, Barry Kitson did it, yeah. and he, he tried to incorporate the same design right but for sure like jim aparo like i don't i don't know if it was by his choice or somebody told him not to do it but i feel like jim aparo was just shit. like i feel like jim aparo was like fuck that i ain't drawing that shit like i'm gonna put him in a little black leotard and he's got a sock on his head and he's got an a on his belt buckle fuck it that's Azrael. like fuck you you know i'm not drawing all this bullshit you know and and then and then the the thing i noticed about that though was um in in nightfall in early nightfall travis cherist was doing the covers on that and there's that one cover that's got tim drake and azrael on the cover and it's actually this design you know the the quesada you know the flame swords and 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 gauntlets and all that kind of stuff and i i appreciate that that that's something like that you dig i mean it makes for a great you know uh you know, Aesthetic. action figure, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like he's had the ones from, I forget there back, back when I got like all, like I said, I, I, you know, I did the Batman thing into the ground, but there were, there was I, a I, line I mean, of action figures where I, I will they say actually, the, the, even the, the McFarlane multiverse Azrael doesn't have the big ass flame gauntlets. I will say that. Mm. 
the the I mean I know there's been different interpretations you know later on but but this version of it you know they they have the I guess for uh, you know they have the DC superheroes you know the Mattel DCUC one that is this design right which it looks very oh, nice yeah. and everything like that it makes yeah. a good figure but there there was one before like there was one back when Kenner had the license and and it, it, it had some kind of action feature or something but I can't remember yeah, what it, it was it it was it was Ninja Force Batman's ninja skills rule the street new Batman Night Force ninjas Batman chopping left and right crack good night this Batman's power kick blasting through Pow, boom even Croc, black and blue. Look out, Killer Croc's tail, lightning quick. Yes. Night Force drops him like a ton of bricks. It's yeah. the bigger, better way to be the man. I am Batman. New Batman Night Force Ninjas, each sold separately. And now, Night Force brings you a whole new way to play. With real martial arts control, Batman Night Force Ninjas Karate Fighters. Ninja Force, yeah. right. Yeah. And I, I remember, I didn't get like all of the figures from that line, but I do remember specifically getting the Azrael because it was the first time I think I had ever remembered them you know, making a, a, a figure based on this character. Yeah. I mean, it, it is your druthers. I mean, you know, you have to go a certain way. Well, let me, let me, let me ask you this, because this is going to be me asking the tough questions for this. Like we're, we're talking no, no, about the story and, and, and we're in, we're, we're two issues into it pretty much. Right. Like yeah. he gets yeah. his Azrael yeah. costume. Biss becomes the demon Lord Biss. And then, you know, like you said, the whole plot is Biss is going after, you know, all these, uh, the Order of St. Dumas folks, and he's trying to take them out and everything. And and then, you know, Azrael goes to stop him, and he gets shot out the window, right? So we're, we're at the midway point of this, right? But, yeah. and one thing I think, there's two things that I noticed about this miniseries, just looking at it critically. One is, while I think the art is great, I feel like... After this point, and you can you can tell me if you think I'm wrong or not, or or maybe if you examine the next two issues in detail, but I feel like the first two issues are heavy on the Quesada and and less on the Kevin Nolan, whereas I feel like the further you go into the miniseries, and, and this is just supposition, I don't I don't know this for a fact, but it just feels this way to me. It feels like there's more of Kevin Nolan in the third and fourth issues, like Quesada, you know, I know it says he did pencils, but I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know, man, like some of these faces and features and stuff, like I feel like there's just a lot more Kevin Nolan in the third and fourth issues than 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 of Quesada. I, I read this tonight again. I read it before, and I, I revisited it, and like I was like, let's read this fresh out of the box in my head. And like the Quesada art is really good. Quesada yeah, yeah, is no. a good artist. But no, no I, argument. Will, I, I will say there was a little bit of a uh, stylistic change in the middle of the series. Yeah. But in, it's, and, and, it is noticeable. It is it is noticeable. And and regardless and of that, it, it, it's the faces. Like when they're yeah. in costume, it's mm -hmm. great. But when they're not in costume, it's like what? <laughs> well, no, I, I, I just, I just think he does. I just yeah. think some of the faces look a lot more Kevin Nolan than they do Quesada. But, but regardless of uh, you know, however you feel about it, I think we both are in agreement that the art is good, right? 
No, no. We no, might even go so far yeah. as to say there's lots of unique angles and designs and, and, and camera work and all that kind of stuff. So we might even go so far as to say the work is is great, right? Now, this is it, this is my hard question to you. It is artistically I, uh, in, intriguing and exciting. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, with, with all that being said, th this is the hard question. Do you think this series would have been as fondly remembered by you or me or anybody had the art been crappy. Like, in other words, do you think Denny O'Neill's, I'm going to say, pedestrian story about a little college grunge kid whose dad dressed up like a knight and got shot, and then he goes off and trains with a dwarf and bumps heads with Batman? Like, do you think, like... Like, I mean, if this was if this was drawn by, you know, Dave Hoover or I don't know, like, you know, so, somebody that, that like where people are like, ah, who cares? You know, well, like, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, the easiest way to go with that is. Seriously, and I hate to say this, what we just covered, Exterminators. Yeah, if, if it, Brett it, Blevins, if Brett yeah. Blevins. Or or John Bogdanov or somebody had drawn sort of Azrael, would would yeah. that be as fondly remembered as yeah. if 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 it wasn't if it if it wasn't Quasada, basically? Yeah. And perfect perfectly some art, not hanging I mean, on yeah. either one of those guys. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh no, this 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 was at a time, at this time in comic books history, like Joe Quesada, I think, had done a couple of things, maybe, possibly. But this was Joe Quesada's, like, breakthrough comic, basically. Yeah. Well, this is where, I mean, this there's, is where there, he there, made his name. This is where he made his name, you know? There, uh, there, there were other things where, where he had worked on before this, though. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I think this was his big, big, big thing. Because if he hadn't been that big with this, why would they have said, hey, redesign Batman? Do as Right, that, right. You know? And that was a mess. <laughs> it was a huge mess. No one could draw Joe Quesada's as bat at all. Nobody. Not the way he did. I... And this it's not it's not it's not saying that Joe Quesada was that good and it was so interesting and so complex that like oh you're not a good enough artist it was like it was too busy it was too crazy like people are just uh, like fuck that I, why do i want to do that <laughs> i don't know i think i i think the azrael costume is more busy than than the as bats costume really? i mean yeah because i i think like like the full the full nightfall as bats like the, the everything <laughs> well let me, let me put it this way i mean yeah it's part of his job right but but Aparo drew that outfit, and Graham Nolan drew that outfit. Like a bunch of people drew that outfit and didn't, you know. I mean, obviously, the, like they had the, to, right? Because the they were they were Bass they were working right? on Batman. Not the full Asbast, though, right? As I mean, far as like I, the, I talk about, like the like you know the over nine thousand scanner and like the, oh 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 all that stuff. Uh, well, the, 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 you know, but, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure Graham Nolan drew it, and also Grummet drew it, and Grummet's always on model, so, like, all those... All those guys uh, drew it. I, I think I, actually, I think Jim Ballant drew it too for Catwoman. Jim Ballant probably drew it. Yeah. Okay, fair. But it was. A big I mean, I, 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 think I, I just think I just think there's less people that have drawn just plain old, you know, Azrael, you know, with the fire gauntlets than than I think there. I think you'll find there's more people who have drawn. <laughs> As bats, no matter what variation it is, I I will. I will give you credit that like Joe Quesada probably spent like four hours drawing those fucking gauntlets with all that detail. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a little bit crazy. I will give you that. But like you know, it's such a good design. It's so like iconic, and like there's there's people who can just draw that character in a certain way, you know. It's like I, I I look at Jim Stranko, Nick Fury, you know. It's just like, well, I, I I'll I'll push back a little though, because if if it was really iconic, then shouldn't McFarlane be doing a figure of that costume and not the, you know, I don't know whatever that recent freaking. Uh... I have both because I love Azrael. Yeah, but I but, but I mean, why why agree, if if, if if it's so iconic, why do they keep? Why? Why do they keep doing the the night thing too? Like the the Arkham version of Azrael doesn't look anything like Quesada's, you know. Like I, well, there, there's well, a what well, 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 part of my opening was like you know uh, I thought about it, but I I, I relented. It's like in Gotham the TV series, Azrael didn't look like Azrael at all, really. And that that I guess that's my point, right? I'm not saying. I, I I could appreciate you're disappointed that 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 the version you love is not necessarily reflected in video games and television and action figures or whatever, right? But, but, but it's the thing. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's okay. No, 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 no. And that's fine. But but usually, if something's iconic, it usually like extends outside of just the 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 comic page. Well, I mean, like when you think of Azrael, do you think of the Quesada, pointy swords with the flames? I do, but but I you mean, do. but but yeah, uh, but exactly. but but I think yeah. that's. I, I mean, I I don't think I'm a good litmus for that. I I, I read, <laughs> you know, I I was in the you're shit, nerd, right? Dude, I was like I, I was reading guy. this like you when it came out. Were you in the shit? Yeah, I was in the shit. But I mean, dude, if you if you ask like some. Some person who only plays like video games, like, oh, what? Who's Azrael? And they say, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's the guy who has the little Crusader cross on his chest, and and he's got, he looks like a Knight of the Round Table, and like, what? You know what I mean? Like, like I think you'll get what what's it called, Assassin's Creed or some some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He's like he's like an Assassin's Creed uh, uh, that gets attacked by a. Uh, yeah. a, by a, a vampire bunny and um, fucking Monty Python or some shit, you know? Like well, I, well, I, I don't see, know. Well, well, you see, that's why I'm here to be the Azrael gatekeeper. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you see, but then that that's uh, that's different. Then you know, like so. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna issue three. So yeah, issue three. He he got blown outside of the window, and Bruce Wayne's jumping around doing all this cookie ass shit you know what i you know what i like about this is when he he's hunting down 
Biss, basically. Like, he's he's running after Biss. There's this great sequence where they they knock over all these, like, ether bottles, and it's like, it's kind of yeah. funny, actually. It's kind of ridiculous. It's like, nobody keeps that much ether on one shelf, and it's like the <laughs> shelf goes up to the fucking, it's like the shelf goes all the way up to the top floor of the Empire State Building, <laughs> and of course, all this, all this ether, like, crashes crashes on fucking batman but there is this kind of bitchin like panel where where he's he, he's rising up covered in all this crap and he's ready to like kick ass and everything so and, and you think batman's the demon you think he's like the the badass and it's like no it's leehaw he's actually the demon he's got that like the the chemicals that have gotten into batman's brain and he sees him as a demon. And it's like, oh, that's that's kind of cool, you know? It also lets Batman fans save face because it looks like a giant demon has kicked the shit out of Batman instead of a big yeah. old fat fuck that's wearing armor. <laughs> which, which the high is, is uh, very, No, no prep fun. time for fat men with armor that look like demons after I get doused with ether. Like, Batman I, I, had to write a whole chapter on how to I, protect himself. I, I, will, I will say one of the most, like, terminally kind of annoying little segments in this is like okay so batman got bruce and he stole him and then they went and got bruce and saved him but then something else happened and then lee hog got bruce back i'm like what the fuck was that sequence see that that's the kind of stuff that they they sort of amalgamated or glossed over in the novel slash BBC radio, yeah. you know, radio adaptation. Like they just, you know, they they kind of got rid of some of that repetitive stuff. It's like, oh look, we, you know, we've saved, Ma you know, Master Bruce fought back. He busted out of the ambulance, and then it's like, oh, we almost had him, and then you know. Leha smacks around Alfred, pulls Bruce back into the van, and then, like you said, now you're just back where you started, right? Like, yeah. and so, so some of that stuff, it's like I think, I, I think what they did was they jump. They didn't have Batman have that skirmish with Azrael on the hovercraft. It was like mm -hmm. the minute Batman got hit by the hovercraft, instead it's Leha capturing him. They just jump full ahead into. You know, Casino Royale, like, torture sequence Dude, oh, or whatever. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Leha... You did it. You crazy son of a bitch, you did ...has, uh, Bruce, a... And, and one thing that... I, okay, now, there, here, here's something that I think is really fucking interesting. And please, if you understand it from where I'm coming from... You can't agree, but if you don't, I understand it. They are, uh, Leha is trying to break down Bruce with medicine and truth serum. Hey, Bruce comes back with, you know, like, you know, he's in a pot, you know, ha ha ha, seven days old and all stuff like that. And that is, that is, that's like, you know, pretty cool. Like he's had this training and I'm like in my head, in my brain, I'm like, that is just what Jean-Paul Valley is. He has training so he can do these things. So it's like, you're not that fucking different. You've been programmed just like fucking Jean-Paul Valley by your master. 
I mean, am I wrong? Uh, I mean, it's it's for a bad end for Jean-Paul Valley. He's been conditioned to be a killer. I understand that. Don't get me wrong. But it's still like mental training to overcome a detriment, you know? You cannot be brainwashed if you're Bruce Wayne. You cannot be yeah, combatively, but... uh, uh, like, taken over by Azrael, the the sword of vengeance. Yeah, but but that isn't. I mean, I, I I see how those things are connected, but I I feel like they're the complete opposite of one another. I mean, Azrael. Well, no, no, was, no. Well, 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 that's, Jean that's, Paul Valley was thing. programmed that's the since thing. birth. They're not and, the and same he, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 Jean Paul Valley was programmed since he was a child, right? So he's easily programmed. He's been he's been programmed yeah. from the very beginning. Whereas that entire sequence you're talking about is not Bruce Wayne being programmed. It's Bruce Wayne resisting someone's programming. Like like he's trying to program Bruce Wayne to tell him the truth, and he's fighting that. He's like he says to him like I was learning mind control from funny-looking old men in faraway places with strange-sounding names. You know, like, he's not lying to him. You know, like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I get what you're saying, but... but yeah, it's, I, like, it's like a different... Pro it's, a, it's a positive programming. It's like, instead of, like, you're being brainwashed, you can use this against them. Yeah, but Whereas, that's not programming. That's, that's counter-programming. Yeah, well, counter-programming, but I mean, like, I mean, like... It, it's what you take the tools to how you learn, basically. Right, but 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 yeah. to think of it this way: like Alfred can't just go in and whisper in his ear, "Don't get programmed," and then and then all of a sudden he becomes like this blank slate, like that. He's not no, a Manchurian no, no, candidate, true, true, yeah. you know. Like that's that's not what that's that that, that I I mean I I think that's to illustrate the difference between the two of them. Not the similarities. Ezreal is the Winter Soldier before the Winter Soldier, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they say that a lot of times. Even even Jean Paul Valley says like, when I put on the mask, when I put on this outfit, I will do whatever like this programming does. I mean, the person the person that has the most faith in John Paul is is like you said the is Alfred. the is Alfred, right? Like he he he's the one who says you know Azrael can think and he can punish, you know that 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 Azrael you know has deductive abilities that are you know worthy of Master Bruce himself, you know like that that kind of thing yeah. where where and like he, that he, he that has, that's he has humanity. Yeah. Well, but but that's that's a better, more tenable connection. Like not this whole, you know. Oh, look, you can't you can't make the argument like, oh, you know, boohoo, Azrael was programmed. Well, guess what? Batman was programmed too. Like that. That's oh, probably no, not no, the no, approach no, you no. should take. Like like I think the approach should be, you know, look, Batman is a detective genius, right? Well. Alfred, who's grown up with Batman, who's observed his his mastery of detective skills, is now complimenting Jean Paul on using detective skills to track down 
his master, right? So in that sense, like that's the parallel that, you know, th those are the similarities that, that they, that you, you know, the positive similarities that you'd want to emphasize. What, what, what I mean, what, what I meant was it's like when he's got that training, like, you know, it was a program to be himself. It was like basically to fight back about being not brainwashed. Now, I didn't, I didn't make that clear. It's like it was a way to be, you know, himself. It was not a, it was not a programming to do what we say. The, 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 the people he learned from. Um, I, I apologize if I did not convey that correctly. But it's interesting because that's what John Paul Valley got. He got programmed to be, you know, a vengeful spirit, quote unquote, and that's what. You know, uh, Nomaz had always encouraged, like, you know, Azrael is not a protector. He's evil. And even when he was talking to Liha, like, Bruce was like, you're not going to break me. It's like, I have a, a programming in my head to fight you, not for violence, not to, you know, be evil. It's like, I have learned how to reprogram my head to not take your brainwashing basically you know i can stop you from trying to program my head because liha is an order of saint duma he just the bad version of it and nobles is also a bad version saint dumas is pretty bad all around but still but you I mean do you see what i'm saying on that you know it's like Bruce knows how to conduct his mind. He he's 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 very aware of how to, you know. I I I I misspoke on how he was programmed, but he was. I guess the best way to say this is he was instructed on how to. Yeah, Fight well, they, against reprogrammed. They, yeah. yeah, I mean, Bruce was trained and he wasn't programmed. Like, so then, and, and that's the difference is Azrael did the fighting skills, those were programmed. The detective skills, yeah. that wasn't programmed. No. That was just of yeah. his own volition. So, so that, that's the kind of stuff that I think that, that they would have in common. Uh, I, I, I would say, like, one thing you kind of, uh, kind of, uh, peaked up on is uh, Nomos is kind of the devil on his shoulder, and Alfred is the angel on his shoulder, which yeah. I think is actually a good, good comparison, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, I mean, basically, this third issue just ends with uh, Azrael going knock knock at the front door, right? I mean, that's that's they 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 do track. Yeah, Bis and and Leha down, right? They they track Leha down to his mansion where he's torturing the crap out of bruce wayne so yeah and uh leha you did it you crazy son of a bitch you did has assumed the mantle of the bat just to fuck with him so issue four all out action issue really really falls to the wall if uh if you like dogs Ezreal <laughs> he kills, kills the fuck dog. out of dogs so even kills back then dog. See, even back then, like, see, th this was this was setting up people because 
If you were a dog lover, you already knew Azrael was bad news to give the bat costume to, say. <laughs> well, I mean, um, you know, again, it's the programming, obviously. It's the system, the system. Well, yeah, he, he kills two dogs, he stabs a dude, and then, what, there's, there's like, five other guys, and he's taking out jerks with, like, shotguns, no, and... No, no remorse, no remorse at all. He, he, like, even Alfred says, he slaughters them. It's a massacre. Oh, yeah, 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 he's, he's, he's a badass, I mean, as far as that goes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's uh, that's the you know, the, I mean, that's the, to emphasize it. That's the programming, and I guess I guess we'll give it up because he does let the one dog get away if you pay attention, because that one dog's running like the fucking Dickens. He's like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" Do you see that one panel after he fucking takes yeah. out the one guy? That other dog's <laughs> like shit. running the fuck away. He's like, "Fuck this shit! I'm out of here." Like, I'm a dog, but I'm fucking stupid. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I ain't fucking stupid. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't want to get. Fucking stabbed with a flame sword. I'm getting the bark out of here. Yeah. Uh, so Lee Hog goes more, uh, more aggressive. He, like, it, like, it seems like even besides St. Dumas, he just wants Bruce's money. You're going to make me a billionaire. And, like, Bruce even talks to him, is like, well, you know, maybe not a billionaire. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, you're. You know, it's like it is kind of a funny exchange. He tries to talk him down, but it doesn't work. Um, you know, and then you know, there there's an exchange and it goes on for a couple panels and then Azrael busts in and everything goes to fuck. Everything goes to shit. Uh there's a fight, uh Leha with being the Order Abyss, the the Avatar Abyss. He's gonna be the guy. He's gonna be the demon lord or some shit. I gotta but say, I've never I've never seen a more dynamic looking fat fucking naked guy in my life, though. You know, he's got a nice ass. Um, I'm just saying, like that whole I get... spill your blood, like with the knife coming at them, and 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 then the way he yeah, pulls no, no, the gun I, on yeah. people. Like, like all that stuff yeah. is pretty, I mean, for, uh, and again, that's why I say, it, it, I feel like maybe it's inspired by Sin City, because I, I feel like I haven't seen, like, a naked, hairy, fat man look this dynamic since Sin City, so, you know. You, you see a normal body type being very aggressive and threatening, it's kind of different, yeah, yeah. I'm not used to that, that that's kind of interesting. And also, Bruce has, has a lot of good moments in this, actually. He's trying to talk him down and also fucking with him. And it, it, it's kind of a cool little exchange. He's like, and Bruce actually for once says, man, I, I didn't, that the mind game didn't play out like I planned. How many times do you see that shit, Derek? Right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think his, I don't think his intention was to speed up his, his death knell, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to, he's trying to buy himself some time, not, not get him to get madder to kill him quicker. So. Yeah. So that was that was actually kind of a good moment. It's like, fuck, (laughs) damn it. Uh, but uh, we have Azrael come in, and and do the thing, you know, uh, Alfred. And, you know, Namaz is, like, encouraging and doing things. Like, we have, we, again, we have the angel on the shoulder and the demon on the shoulder. And 
we get Azrael, John Paul Valley, like saying, like, you know, he has to do a thing. He's like, no, I'm going to save Bruce. He carries him out. But then, yeah. And then, save... see, that's, that's like you said, that's a good moment for him because he's, he's fighting the programming, right? Like, because the programming would be like, who yeah. gives a shit about rescue? I've avenged, right? But that, you know, and it's like, he, but it doesn't go so far as to, it's not like he's going to save Leha either, right? Like, no. but, yeah. But, he but he does Hobbit save him, yeah. he does save Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh at the end we we pretty much have a little wrap up where Alfred and Nomaz, you know, talk to him. And uh, you know, he says, I'm not an angel, I'm a man. And, and that's where we should have taken it. That's where we should have taken it. Disobeyed, you displace your mission as an angel of vengeance. I am not an angel. I am a man. What's your name, boy? My name is Jean Paul Valley. That was my father's name, too. <laughs> you will forever be possessed by the system, by the order of Saint Dumas. Perhaps I can use it for good. I'd like to return to Gotham City with you, Mr. Wayne, or should I use your other title? I'm willing to help you try, Jean Paul. Anything can happen in Gotham City. You don't have to... Nightfall, you have to do the story. I understand that. But this was a really good miniseries as far as establishing that Azrael, the character, has a conscience. He's he's not just programmed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. But then they... I mean, I, I think there's room to feel sympathy for him because he gets thrust into this batman role but then you know it's like that that that's the thing like you know he's he's trying to compensate right because he's making his own version of batman and then they they imply that the system is subtly you know subconsciously you know Creeping in, yeah. Yeah, affecting his decision-making and or, you know, creating the suit and the blades and the whole shurikens and all that kind of stuff. And that, you know, they're, they're, they're just trying to make it like, oh my gosh, like this is so terrible, you know. And of course, at this point, I mean, you know, I don't know. So, sometimes I think that kind of stuff is laughable, right? Because you're like sitting there going, well, you know, it's my, my old thing. It's like Batman it, uh, doesn't like guns, but he, he won't hesitate to throw an exploding batarang into somebody's face. I mean, right, it's like, yeah. it's kind of ludicrous, right? But whatever, you know, yeah. like that's, that, you know, it's it's a story trope, you know. As far as the four series issues go, I think it actually, despite popular opinion, made Azrael a really strong character, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a good miniseries. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I tend to wonder if, if you know, anybody else handling him but Denny O'Neill had the same care for the character, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that yeah. was, I mean, th this was kind of his baby, right? This was one of his pet characters. And he let them take his pet character and kind of, you know, I guess uh, malign it, you know, I guess is the nicest way to put it, right? Kind of what you're saying, right? Like, have their way with him, yeah. Right, and, and then yeah. once that was all said and done, you know, by the end of it, it's like, you know, it's like, 
you know, he, he comes out of the, the hole he's digging and takes off his mask. And then he's like, I, it's a bright, brand new day. You know, and he goes off to run and frolic or whatever the fuck happens at the end of uh, Night Quest or whatever. But then, but then after that, you know, they gave him his ongoing. I mean, eh, you know, I mean, it's, there, there were good parts of that ongoing, and some of it kind of meandered a little bit. But I mean, he, he, I, you know, he got, I got armor like recently, so that's good. He got set on fire too, so I mean, like, Azrael is a character that like, and he, here's why I, I, I totally, uh, I guess you would say, love the character is he's going to be someone who a lot of people hate and. I get that, you know, and I understand that because he was written poorly at some points and he's written great at some points. But you know why I like the character so much is because he also has one thing I like so much. He was designed perfectly. I love the, 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 the costume, even if it's busy, even if it's like, crazy as fuck that's memorable like you know you see that and you're like ah oh, that's as real and also like when you remember characters who could be batman who's it you think about you think of dick grayson or john paul valley that's it One was good, one sucked, <laughs> sadly, but that's that's who you think of. Yeah. And then, well, then I it, mean, yeah, I mean, unless you're thinking of like Tim Drake and Damian Wayne and a dozen other guys who have been Batman since then, but yeah, who suck ass totally. <laughs> My 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 Following my, my three the steps of Azrael sucking ass. I mean, you know. my my three Batman are Dick Grayson, Azrael, Jean Paul Valley, or Terry McGinnis. All you other guys, eat an ass. <laughs> Go to hell. Fuck off. <laughs> Dude, what about Thomas Wayne shooting full of drugs and getting smacked up? Come on, man. There's plenty of guys who was Batman. Um, oh, honey's in anyway. the world, yeah, another Earth. Yeah, yeah. fuck your Earth, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I get you, I get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I, I, I have my druthers, you know. <laughs> this is how I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm that guy on Facebook who's like, God, Gardner was cool. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, but like you know, it's like it's like that's why that's why we did this. Sword of Azrael, Jean Paul Valley is not the fucking cuck that you think he is, bitches. He's pretty cool. Give him some love. <laughs> they gotta put that on the, the new trade dress. <laughs> not the cuck you think he is. <laughs> Tony Allen Jackson. Twenty twenty one. I'd be okay with that. No, but uh, but no, okay, okay. Like seriously, like Sword of Israel, the the miniseries, a really good series. Good art, yeah. Good yeah. story, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't dispute that. I mean, it's good art. I, I think the story is a little pedestrian, you know, and it kind of meanders here and there. But, I mean, you know, I, I think the art, you know, is, is uh, you know, I'm trying to think. I think the art elevates it. So, and and, and, yeah. and it will, you know, it does. it is well remembered and, and I think it will continue to be well remembered. So, because of that, you know, because it has some great art and, and has a decent story. Like the interior is good, the interior art is really good, but you know why it's remembered? Those covers, those covers were amazing. Yeah, agreed, agreed. It was a good introduction. Is it the best story? Yes, you're right. Not completely well written, but it was a, it was a solid story to introduce the character. Yeah, it was a good origin story, I think, for a, a Batman character. Yeah, yeah. Better than Robin 3 or which one one with the, the suck ass. <laughs> which, which one of the Robin miniseries was like really terrible? I mean, after the first one, I don't know that they all are that great, but you know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had got King Snake. The, the, se- yeah. the, second, the second one had Joker in it where he's like, I killed you. And I was kind of like, I thought you already knew that Joker. Um, that there was a third Robin, but whatever. And then, uh, then, then the third miniseries was him teaming up with the Huntress and they were fighting KG Beast or something. And that turned KG Beast into a bigger Mort than he already was at the time. So (laughs) uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know that I cared so much for Robin two and Robin three, but the first Robin miniseries was, was pretty bitching. Yeah. The one King Snake. Yeah. That was pretty good. So like yeah, so Azrael beats Robin two and three. Yeah, eat my ass. What's yeah, there you go. It absolutely fucking does. Yes, I I'll 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 get your back on that. Azrael, sort of Azrael. Read it, live it, love it. Definitely better than Robin two with all the fucking holograms and bullshit. <laughs> and Robin three with uh, I forget what was that. I think that was holograms too. I can't remember. Anyway, different kinds of holograms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. All right. So uh, I, I think this is it, right? We we talked about sort of Azrael. So if you have any comments, questions, concerns, you can email us at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the backlog of episodes of comics, motherfucker, do you read them? You can find them over on the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. All the backlog of episodes are there. We can be found on Apple Podcasts. We can be streamed on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Spotify. And we're also on Apple Podcasts. And we're on Amazon Music. That's what I was trying to look for. Amazon Music. And we are on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So we appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. And until the next time, this is Derek, Derek WC. I'm a blasphemer. I'm a, I'm a defiler. Signing off. And I am uh, Tony. And you killed my father, so I'm the biggest Ariel fan ever. So fuck off. Flaming sword, bitch. Azrael is just Inigo Montoya, but the Manchurian candidate, but a superhero, but like a grunge 90s kid. Prepare to die. <laughs> nice.
You, you killed my medieval father. Prepare mm -hmm. to die. 